Welcome to Mind Over Money, the podcast that helps Australians have finances that work. And it all starts with our thinking. I'm Archie Friends, and I'm joined today with Lachlan Nicholson. G'day, Lockie. G'day, Archie. Okay, so today we're talking about bringing our partner or our spouse on the journey of building wealth together. This sounds like it should be fun. Yeah, this is a great topic. We work with a lot of couples at Waymaker around finances in our advocacy program. And so this is something that comes up quite a lot. So I'm glad we're talking about it. Yeah, yep. What? Why are we talking about this? Well, one of the reasons I like this one today is that as we said on our last podcast uh, around our words can change our brain, that um, you know we are getting some good feedback from our members that communication you know with spouses and partners is actually improving. Mm. And so the thing we want to look at today is you know what are the problems uh, you know that can get in the way of building wealth uh, with our partner and our spouse and and having them come on the journey with building wealth. Yeah. So um, I think I think a big part of it is. We don't do well on our own. Like I've done the dumbest things in the past when I've done it myself, <laughs> and uh, you know, and those things are costly. Uh, you know, both in terms of the relationship and also you know just in terms of finances and whatever other impacts I've had. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's not good for us to do the journey on our own. Um, it's really good to have someone who challenges our perspective, that keeps questioning what we're doing, uh, someone that can help us work things through and even implement things that we'd probably be unlikely to do ourselves. It's good to have someone on the journey with us, uh, especially our spouse or our partner. And we could take this even bigger and go, what about having the family on the journey with us? We can talk about you know what I want to achieve, but what could we achieve as a family, you know, with mm. when we start to think about legacy and uh, not legacy in that we're just going to leave something behind, but legacy in that the family is growing and becoming wealthy, uh, not just a person. Yeah, I love that. So it's really overcoming this individualism mindset, which we have a lot in culture today. And I like what you said before about we do these stupid things when we do things ourselves. It's it's kind of like that you did what moment? Have you ever had that conversation with your spouse with the other person saying, you did what? The big facial expression. It's like, yeah, we want to try and avoid those moments because uh, that yeah. usually means we've gone out, we rushed out and done something on our own and probably made a silly decision. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so let's have a look at some of the reasons why um, – our spouse or partner might not be on the same journey with the other spouse or partner. Yeah, the sort of things we've come across in the past is with members, uh, and I've got to say, you know, when when these things are resolved, man, the the outcome is so good, and yeah. and so that's why we want to talk about it today. It's it's not there's no blame or shame here. Um, mm. Things have happened, and all we want to do is. How do, we, how do we find ourselves moving forward and uh, getting past things? So so past mistakes is a big one. Mm. So, uh, yeah, look, we've all stuffed up. We've mm. all done things that we're ashamed of, that we you know, feel guilty for. Uh, and we've got to be able to get past that with our partner. Uh, you know, so yeah. 
uh, you know, sometimes it takes a bit of a, a hard conversation to get past those things, which takes us back to our previous episode, you know, use that episode uh, around our words can change our brain to have those hard conversations that you might have been avoiding and get past, you know, the things that have been holding you back. Yeah. And what we found is people have found in this process that they realize their partner or spouse may have actually had uh, shame or guilt about those past mistakes, which they thought they had absolved themselves of, but they were still Mm. holding on to that. Or Mm. they found out that maybe they've actually been holding something over them for that past Mm. uh, mistake. And so therefore that's why they haven't been letting them maybe manage the money or, or make decisions around finances. So this is really about just clearing the decks um, mm. and, you know, wiping out that past guilt or shame that there could be on either party so that you can come together and and move forward together. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's past mistakes. We've, we've all got them. A- another thing that comes up, we were talking about this before, is, is that inner dialogue. And we talked about this again on the mm. last episode around our communication. And uh, a lot of our inner dialogue is quite negative around finances. Mm. So we need to be aware of that. But sometimes the inner dialogue is more negative with one person over the other in the relationship. Mm. So yep. that's another thing to be aware of. Yep. Guilty as charged, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're, not, we're not talking about <laughs> yeah. anything here that we probably haven't done ourselves. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. So third one is that we come across is a partner might think that they don't need to be involved. And this, this one always sends warning bells off in me. Uh, when mm. someone says they don't think they need to be involved, uh, that it's not necessary, it, it sends warning bells off in me because it's uh, not taking responsibility for the finances. And that, that's why mm. it shoots off those warning bells in me. Uh, I think everyone should be responsible you know, for finances. And because uh, yep. it, then it gets rid of, you know, blame, the blame game <laughs> that can come up down the track when something goes wrong. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so we all need to be responsible for what's happening in the finances. And, and yep. also, you know, it's, it's hard on one person to carry the load. It, it can become overwhelming. So it's better if everyone's carrying the load uh, and then it all becomes a lot easier. We've seen this where maybe one person in a relationship you can see the mental load on them because they're carrying around all these questions and problems around the finances Mm. and they're not talking to anyone about it. And actually they don't want to talk about it with their spouse because they feel like it's just going to put the pressure on them and cause more problems. But actually what it does is shares the load. You can have Mm. a conversation. You might then need to talk to a third person to come in Mm. and actually help get some resolutions or or, uh, solutions to those problems. But it's so much better than just holding on to it in your head. (laughs) Yeah. Because that just leaves one person really stressed and doesn't actually help either person. Yeah. 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 And I think it's, it's necessary to be challenged. You know, it's, Mm. it's like, you know, when when we're thinking about doing something, we we need another person to be challenging us about what we're thinking and uh, what we're trying to do. There's plenty of people that can challenge us, but people that are close to us can really challenge us in a way that makes us uh, really think about what's going on and whether, whether we're heading in the right direction or not. And uh, it's, it's a good thing. Yeah. The last one we got here is confusion. So sometimes we find that 
people don't want to go on the journey because of confusion around finances. And uh, there is a lot of confusion around finances. Like honestly, if, if you pull up the internet and type in finances or you know money or that, you're going to get a 20 million different articles, you know, thoughts and ideas. Uh, and probably 19 million of those will actually be marketing, trying to sell you something. <laughs> so, so, you know, so we've got this, this problem of confusion. And sometimes people can be thinking that the family is going to get left out, like the family's going to miss out because we're trying to do some investments, you know, or build wealth. And, and so there, yeah, it feels like there's this com- competition over the money, but the money is there to build the family wealth. And, mm. and so that's, that's where it's really important to work through the confusion, work through the, the investment information, work through the debts yeah. and work through the risks and, you know, get a really good, clear picture about everything. So, and again, we're going back to the last episode on communication, you know, so that's where we've got to start is having those conversations. Yeah. We mentioned before in a dialogue, um, people can grow up with very different financial upbringings. So in one family, one person might be really comfortable with the family had large debt. They're coming mm. to this relationship with going, yep, we can borrow a lot of debt. This is really good. Where the other person might've had a totally different bringing mm. where it's like, you get rid of that debt straight away. So mm. The, the way that we've grown up and the, the inner dialogues that we have, that can create confusion in mm. when we come together to make decisions where one person's more comfortable with a lot of debt than the other person or one person doesn't understand investing and so therefore doesn't want to invest because um, yeah. there's that fear of investing, the fear of what yep. we don't know. So, Yeah. Risk, risk, risk is personally perceived. So mm. uh, someone says to me, oh, what, what's the risk of doing this, this certain thing? Um, mm. I, I can explain what I see the risk is, but they could be perceiving yep. a totally different risk. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, definitely. And, and so, yeah, getting that communication where we can actually figure out what is the actual risk and what's actually our understanding and, you know, our perspective on things, uh, that's, that's a real key. Yeah, I would come to that from myself as a totally different perspective of, well, what's the risk of not investing? Um, mm. And what's the risk of spending fifty dollars a week on McDonald's instead of investing? <laughs> mm. So there's yep. yeah, there's different there's risks in all different kind of ways we look at it. Um, sometimes yep. the risk is not doing anything at all. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So there are four things, past mistakes in a dialogue, um, the partner doesn't think it's necessary for them to be involved or confusion. Mm. These are four things to be aware of, of why either person in a relationship may not want to be involved in the finances. How do we bring mm. a partner on the journey or a spouse on the journey uh, with us? Uh, so I was talking to uh, one of our, our accounting partners this week. And he started sharing with me about a family wealth mindset rather mm. than an individualistic mindset, you know. So, mm. and individually, we 
might do something which is specifically good for us, but it may not be good for the whole family. So if we start to have a, a family wealth mindset, so it's a totally different way of thinking, then we can be planning and putting in place uh, all the things that are grow, going to grow the wealth of the family mm. uh, together. And it can help us to have that communication that we need, uh, can help us to bring in other people that we need uh, to help us you know, look at this and, and see things very differently. And that way we can achieve so much more because there's so much more to be achieved. Yeah, that's really redefining what legacy planning is mm. and how families can grow in wealth over time and continue to share in that wealth. I've seen in the past where uh, other cultures, you know, coming to Australia have had this family wealth mindset and what they've been able to achieve very quickly because of having that family wealth mindset compared to the individualistic, you know, I remember growing up and never actually ever talking about finances in our family. So we never knew what could be achieved mm. and we never talked about it, you know, and we didn't even know what anyone was doing. Whereas these other families, you know, they're buying house after house and building a family legacy because they were working together. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's one way to help start to have the conversation and start to talk about, well, what are we going to do together? Yeah. Mm, having a family wealth mindset instead of that individual mindset. Yeah. Yep. Okay. What's another uh, tip or strategy? Uh, so get someone working with yourself and your, and your partner. We've done other communication stuff in the past, you know, that talks about having a sounding board, you know, someone that actually listens to what's going on and can repeat it back and help mm. manage the conversations. So in mm. this case, it'd be our waymaker advocates. Uh, they can help facilitate conversations. They can help talk together. You know, there's th there's three or four people talking rather than just one person talking yeah. and they can help to yeah. work, you know, work through the problems and, and get to a place where you really want to be and, and start to even get back to our, uh, you know, when we were talking about our inner dialogue there before, uh, what's our innermost values? Because mm, often our yeah. innermost values are very similar, um, but we might be ignoring them, you know, yeah. putting something else up there that, that we're saying, oh, this is really important, um, but it actually isn't matching our inner dialogue, which is causing stress and yeah. problems. Dissatisfaction, um, yeah. Mm, we can be yeah. so busy putting out fires in our life that yeah. we actually forget what, that, what those core values are. And yeah. uh, when we refocus back on those, there's just a whole new level of strength in the relationship and mm. momentum um, and speed as you have two people focused on those values and yeah, just ignoring all that other noise that comes through. That's, that's hitting yeah. us every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So remember, remember though, we're going bigger than two people We're we're bringing the family yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We want the family to be involved. Yeah, let's go bigger. Okay. So another uh, tip or strategy you could say uh, to help bring your partner on the journey is to create a cash flow system, a cash flow system that both of you can engage with every day on, on your banking app, in your banking system. And the system we use, Waymaker, really accommodates for this. It accommodates for couples to work together daily on their money and have really good conversations around their finances. 
and it even has room for them to have their own uh, spending money and, and personal funds mm. as well. So uh, they can have, you know, shared bills and save goals, um, but also have an account where they can buy each other secret gifts or things like that. So you're able to work together on the finances, um, but also, you know, have that flexibility of um, maybe each of you have a, a splurge account or something. <laughs> I know yeah. every every relationship is different, how they want to set things up. Yeah. What we found with the cash flow system is it's really good at removing guilt and shame. And it's, and it's mm. also really good to help uh, take responsibility for the finances. Yeah. So, so the cash flow system is, is, is all about removing debt, removing using credit cards and buy now, pay later, and just living on the money that you have. So, so we're, it's helping to create, you know, or not create, but helping us to live in reality of this is how much money yeah. we have and conversing about that. So talking about it, understanding it, and that there can't be any miscommunication because it's all there very clearly in the banking system and and each of us are responsible for it and it's it just works so well like we, yeah. we've just seen so much so much positive uh growth and so much wealth building has actually come out of having a, a good cash flow system and you start to find ways to create really good habits every mm. day and those habits build and the momentum builds and you just have, yeah, like you said, so much more wealth building happening, so much more results. Um, mm. And that's why we see couples saving tens and tens of thousands of dollars every year and saving money yeah. in different ways across their bills, just making yep. more informed decisions and just feeling really good about their finances. That's what a cash flow system can do when, when done correctly it can um, really make you feel less stressed and more positive about your finances. And that, that feeling of collaboration and great communication with your spouse is, yeah, it's just amazing. You, you just can't wipe the smiles off these guys' faces when they, they start using this system, which is what we're all about here at Waymaker. We love that. Yeah, there's that word amazing. Remember, remember we're going to get rid of that one. Oh, yeah, last episode, <laughs> get rid of the word amazing. <laughs> Actually, that gives us an idea. Maybe the next episode we'll do a bonus episode on the on, on habits around uh, building wealth, simple habits we can apply. So yeah. stay tuned for that episode. Okay. Sounds good. So there, there's three simple tips. I like that. Have a family wealth mindset, not individual mindset. Get someone else working with you and your spouse. So having that third person there to help with facilitating conversations and resolving problems, finding solutions uh, to mm. really move you guys forward and create mm. a cash flow system that you and your spouse are actually working with the money every day. And th those three things will really help you and your partner or your spouse be together on that journey. Yeah. Any other thoughts before we close, Archie? No, no. I, I think um, I think we've covered it off really well, and um, yeah, okay. really look forward to any feedback our members and anyone listening to the podcast can give us because we're here to you know to grow and to, to you know to help everyone in the community to grow as well. So uh, feedback is you know really vital for that, and you know I'm just so appreciative that people do fill out our feedback. Uh, forms, you know, as they're going through the journey with us and letting us know what's working, what's not working, uh, because, you know, we've got to keep adjusting and changing. And, and so we, we love it that we get that feedback to be able to do that. 
yeah, thank you to everyone with us on that mm. journey. And thanks for listening mm. to this podcast, Mind Over Money. If you're enjoying this uh, conversation that we have every week, please follow us, leave a rating or review of the show wherever you're listening to this podcast. And don't forget to share this podcast with your spouse or partner so they yeah. can hear this as well. Yes. How can we forget? <laughs> it doesn't help if only one person listens to this. Uh, cool. Okay, guys. See you next week. Thanks a lot, Lynn. Mind Over Money is for education purposes only. and does not consider your personal financial situation. If you'd like to speak to someone about your personal finances, including home loans, head to our website, www.waymakerpodcast.com.au and click Get Financial Help to connect with one of our wealth partners.